15, Matthew 15, verse 22 to 28. Matthew 15, verses 22 to 28 and it was read really well today by brother Ricky God bless him and I will read it it says and behold a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him saying have mercy on me O Lord thou son of David my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil but he answered her not a word and his disciples came and besought him saying send her away for she crieth after us But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, <clears throat> Lord, help me. Praise God. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. <clears throat> and she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table 28th and last then jesus answered and said unto her o woman <clears throat> great is thy faith be it unto thee even as thou wilt and her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Praise the, Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your holy word. I pray that God, you will guide me and lead me as I share the word that you've been placed into my heart. Let your word go forth as flames of arrows of fire, burning and incinerating and destroying every works of the enemy against your people let your words <clears throat> strengthen and encourage and edify your people let your word O oh father god bring life to the situation that seemed dead let your word O oh father god go forth and bring hope where there was once despair all of these things i ask in jesus name amen 
the scripture that I had read from Matthew chapter 15 verses 22 to 28 talks of an encounter that Jesus had with this Canaanite woman. And the theme for the sermon today, the overall theme that I'm going to be focusing on is called the children's bread. Amen. Amen. The children's bread. Just repeat that after me. The children's bread. The children's bread. Now we see in the text that the woman comes to Jesus. And what's wonderful about God's word in this Holy Scripture is everything that is in there is in there for a reason. The scripture says that the woman is from Canaan. There are many times people came to Jesus and the Bible does not tell us where they came from. The Bible will simply say a man cried out to him. A man with leprosy cries out to him. A woman cries out to him. But in this scripture, the writer saw fit under the unction of the Holy Ghost to record where this woman comes from. Hallelujah. It describes her as a woman of Canaan. A woman of Canaan came out of the coast. Now, it's important to understand why the encounter with Jesus went initially the way it did is because of where she comes from. Hallelujah. She is a Canaanite woman and to understand the Canaanites in the Bible they came from the name of Canaan who was Ham's son and Ham was the son of Abraham I'm going back now I'm sure you Bible scholars know this story um, where um, in Genesis chapter 9, Noah, after they came out from the flood, Noah was sleeping somewhere in a cave or an enclosed space. And Noah's son, Ham, comes into the place and looks on Noah's nakedness. This is in Genesis chapter 9. Ham looked on Noah's nakedness and did nothing about him. So it's like, he's, you know, back in the days, um, like my grandparents, the men in Jamaica, they worked extremely hard digging the ground, farming doing animal husbandry and especially when it came to the weekend they would drink hard 
they would drink rum and they would drink beer. And then in, when it comes to that weekend in the morning, at summertime, they don't even know where they are. So Noah had drank. And Noah was in that kind of circumstance where he had clothing off him. And Ham had gone into the place and saw his father naked and did nothing about him. And all he did was tell his brothers, and when they heard, his, his brothers went back to where their dad was, Noah, and they walked in backwards and covered him. They covered their father's nakedness. And when he woke up in the, and realized what Ham had done, he doesn't curse Ham. He curses his fourth, Ham's fourth son, Canaan. He said, cursed will be Canaan. He will be a servant to his brothers, generationally. And people have asked, why did Noah not curse Ham? Because it was Ham that saw his father's nakedness. The reason why he didn't curse him is in the first few verses of Genesis 9. God had already blessed Noah and his sons. So, you know the Bible says who God has blessed, no man can curse. Hallelujah. Amen. Who God has blessed, no man can curse. Amen. Praise God. So no one knew it would be futile. In fact, it would be, could be detrimental to himself to curse Ham. So what he did was curse Canaan. That's why he didn't curse Ham. And so this woman is from that lineage of Canaanites. And so not only do they look, the Jews look down on them, but the Jews would actually believe and say that the Canaanites are cursed. So this woman is not like most of the other people who have approached Jesus. She's coming from a place where she... Theologically, she shouldn't even be in Jesus' space because she is cursed. But she comes to him and she says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. We've seen in the scriptures where crying, just simply crying out to God to have mercy on us in our predicament <clears throat> is more than enough for God to intervene in our situation. 
Because we serve a God who is merciful and gracious. Hallelujah. What moves God more than most times is a broken spirit. Hallelujah. A broken and a contrite heart. Hallelujah. Will move the Lord into your situation. The thing is that most of us don't want to be in the situation in the first place. But for God to really bring that healing that we is required, we have to go through that fire. Hallelujah. Praise God. There is no shame in crying to God and saying to God, that we cannot contain it anymore. There is no shame in crying to God and saying, God, I have truly messed up. There's no shame in crying out to God and telling him that you cannot take it anymore. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's the position this woman found herself in that even though she accepted that in the eyes of Jesus and the Israelites she is a cursed person she still persisted to cry out to him O Lord son of David have mercy on me hallelujah praise the Lord The Bible says that when she cried out to him, that at that time, Jesus answered her, not a word. And Jesus answered her, not a word because of who she is. The disciples even came and the disciples said to Jesus, send her away. Don't care about what she's going through. Just send her back. Because she's crying after you now. And Jesus, the word said, he turns to her and he says to her, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Praise God. Jesus was ignoring her. It was a challenge to her faith in her situation. Jesus is kind of like, it is a metaphor to explain the priorities of his earthly ministry. God took on flesh became fully God and fully man to lay down his life first for his chosen people who God knew would reject him then for the rest of the world. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus ignored her because it wasn't her time yet. It wasn't her time. 
But what was marvelous is she continues to worship him and to cry out to him. Even though it wasn't her time yet. Hallelujah. The word says that she worshipped him. And she says, Lord, help me. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. She comes and she worships him. And she says, Lord, help me. Some, some of us have been fortunate that we have never been in her position. But for some of you who are here today hearing this word, you know what it feels like to be in her position. The position where you are helpless and you feel that no one can help you. No one, no thing can help. But when you get that time to encounter Jesus, Amen. something inside stirs up to you to know, you know what? I don't care how I look in front of all these dignitaries and important people. I'm going to cry out to you and I'm going to praise your name. And I'm going to say to you, Lord, help me. Hallelujah. Lord, help me in this situation. I cannot do it. Only you. And even though the, the, law, the laws and the theology and the doctrine and the covenants mean that it is not my time yet. Lord, I cannot... Go back home in this same position, in this same condition. Lord, I'm asking you to help me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I am asking Hallelujah. you to help me. I might have brought even curses on my life. I may have done, I might be even my own fault why I'm in this situation. But Lord, help me. Praise the Lord. Amen. This encounter continues because Jesus turns to the woman and Jesus says to her, it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Hallelujah. It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. What Jesus, if, if I can summarize what he means, he's saying that the gift of salvation, the gift of healing, the gift of redemption, the gift of a new life, the gift of eternal life is not yet for you. It is only for the children. Some of you here, have pets you have dogs and some of you that have dogs sometimes when you start your meal it's like you end up the dog had half your plate of curry chicken and rice and peas 
the way the dog is pestering you at the table. The eyes is looking at you like so. It's touching your knee, <laughs> reminding you that he's there. And you say, chop, chop, chop. You think, I don't know. Jesus said that this meat is for the children's bread. Hmm? It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Now, he didn't mean dogs in a, the detrimental sense because the word dog in Greek, as it is in this text, is kuharios, and it means a pet, like a pet dog. But the woman persists, and the woman says, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Hallelujah. Praise God. This Canaanite woman, <clears throat> because of her position and her desperation, gave her the faith to cry out to God in a prophetic way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She, it gave her the unction. Even though she hadn't studied theology, she hadn't studied Christianity, she hadn't studied Judaism. But it gave her the faith of God, gave her the words to come from her mouth to Jesus. Hallelujah. She says, truth, Lord. Yes, you're right, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Amen. Praise, the Lord. Praise the Lord. By faith, she got that revelation that in one place in time in the future, all children of God will be sitting at the master's table. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the, Lord. Praise the Lord. She could easily have turned to Jesus and says, Truth, Lord, but I am a good mother. She could have turned to Jesus and said, Truth, Lord, but I am a good person. She could have turned to Jesus and said, Truth, Lord, but I respect the Jews. But no, she says, Truth, Lord. Yet the dogs, she accepts her position. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Amen. Hallelujah. The Later on in Jesus' earthly ministry, he was to talk about a, a table, a banquet. And in Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14, he shows, he shares a story of a father who is hosting a banquet, marriage banquet for his son, which was to paint the picture of the bride, which is the church, which is you and me, all Christians, all believers in Jesus Christ, dead and alive. 
being in a place in heaven, eating at a table, hallelujah, that had been prepared by the Father for the Son. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And he said in that story that the Father sent out all his invites to his people, but the people ignored his invites. Just as Jesus knew the Jews would ignore this invitation. He said the people who the king sent the invites to ignored it. And then he sent out the se another set of servants in Matthew 22. And when those set come out and talk to the people, you know what the people did? They beat them. And it goes on and he sends another set and they beat them and they smite them. And then the king decides, you know what? He destroys those people that spoke, beat his servants and he sends out his servants to the highways and the byways. And he says, call anybody. Just call them in. Hallelujah. And that represents the gospel message of Christ's message that was rejected first by his people, but now has been proclaimed all over the world. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And the people will all have to do is to believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then one day they will sit with God at that banquet table. Praise the, Lord. Praise the Lord. This Canaanite woman didn't know this, but some way, somehow, in her faith, she got a snapshot in the future that even though she is called a dog now, even though she is called cursed now, there will be a time where she will be blessed and highly favoured and sitting at the king's banquet at his table. Hallelujah. She said, Lord, it is true, yet even the dogs shall eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. <clears throat> and while she was speaking this to Jesus, the word says she was worshipping him. Praise God. Some people can only praise God when they win the lottery. When some big pay packet comes in. Some big windfall of money comes in. Yes, praise the Lord. That's the time where some people, they can only give their testimony. But I praise and I worship God because of his bread, which was his body. Hallelujah. His body, that means that all who believe in him and follow him and worship him and obey him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't need to win the lottery, sis, to thank God. I don't need to, to, to win the pools to praise his name. Hallelujah. All I need to say is that Jesus woke me up this morning. Hallelujah. He set me on my way. Hallelujah. He gave me right mind. Hallelujah. Even he put clothes on my back. 
shoes on my feet. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done for me. Hallelujah. Praise God. And thank you, Jesus, for writing our names in heaven. Hallelujah. It's just like you have a seat. You have your seat, sis, with your name on it, reserved at that banquet. You have your Reserved at that banquet, you have your seat already reserved at that table. Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise God! Hallelujah! Praise the name of the Lord. You have your seat already positioned and reserved. You know, when you go to a wedding, it's like when we went to Brother Ricky and Sister Shrelita's wedding, and we went to the to the dinner afterwards. What's the first thing people do? Where is my seat? Hallelujah. They're walking around looking at this card or that card. Sometimes you even see someone sitting there and you wonder to yourself, is he sitting on my seat? I'm sure that would have been my seat. It's a good seat. But then you look around and you go around and you see the seat that has the your name already reserved. That's what this is happening here. Hallelujah. Praise God. She said, yes, Lord, but the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And Jesus answered her and said, O woman. Remember, this was the woman he referred to as a dog. Now he's calls her O woman. Great is your faith. Amen. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. Amen. Praise God. Oh, woman, great is your faith. And I want to encourage you who are going through difficulties and challenges that seem insurmountable, just continue to pray and ask God to bring his answer. Oh woman, great is your faith. Yes. Be unto thee, even as Hallelujah. you will. Hallelujah. Even as you have asked me, it will be carried out. Hallelujah. Just as you have asked, I will answer your prayer. And from that very hour, her daughter, who she said was demon-possessed, was made whole. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. From that very hour, her daughter was made whole. Praise God. What is the significance of the children's bread. Hmm? Because when she came to him and she had her problem, Jesus' question or statement to her was that it is not right or it's not meat to take the children's bread. The children's bread. The children's bread. And to cast it to dogs. What's the significance of the children's <clears throat> bread. 
by referring to the children's bread, Jesus is referring to himself. Hallelujah. Amen. He's referring to himself. There are many scriptures in the Bible where Jesus refers to himself as the bread of heaven. You know, and it's to compare with the grace that God gave the people of the Israel when they were in the wilderness and he fed them with manna, the bread from heaven. But the big differences are these. Manna only lasted you one day. Because God wanted to teach his people to be humble and to lean on him, he gave them the manna daily. So they couldn't have manna, the manna for a month or the manna for a year because the conceit and the rebellion in their heart would overcome them again. Every day they had to come out and collect the manna from heaven. But it would only be for one day. If you collected the manna, and kept it to the next day, that same manna will become gangrious. You could never touch it. As soon as you get to the next day, it was only for one day. But the bread of Jesus is eternal. Hallelujah. 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 It is not for Jesus, is not for one day. And Jesus is not based on your works. And Jesus' bread is not based on. On how you feel, it is eternal. Hallelujah. The manna from in the book in Exodus was only for the Hebrews at that present time. But Jesus is for all who believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The manna that came down from heaven was physical, but Jesus is spiritual. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why the word says, for God is a spirit, Amen. and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. And the manna that comes down from heaven, however dramatic it might look to the eyes and to the senses, that every day God provides manna from heaven in the morning and quail in the evening, However dramatic it means, it couldn't change you. It never changed the heart. It never changed them inside. Inside there was still the same stiff-necked and rebellious people against God. But when Christ comes into you as the bread of heaven, he will make you a new creature a brand new person. Hallelujah. He will empower you and he will seal you and he will keep you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Just as a side note, as we are doing Holy Communion, when you see the elements of him, the sacraments, the bread, that represents Christ's body and the wine that represents his blood. These are representations 
for us to remember him by. But in like Catholicism, that's the Catholics, they believe that the bread, the bread is actually Jesus' body there. And they believe the wine is actually his blood, physical blood that was shed on the cross. They believe in it, it's called transubstantiation. It is idolatry. But John, in the Gospel of John 51, Jesus says, I am the living bread. Hallelujah. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, and he's talking about believing in him, receiving the Holy Spirit. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh. That means what he did on the cross on Calvary. The bread that I give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. The children's bread that Jesus was referring to and that this woman in her desperate faith managed to catch on to that vision to speak to God and say, yes, but the dogs eat the crumbs of the master's table. This children's bread is Jesus. This children's bread is eternal. This children's bread is the truth. It is life. It will cleanse, he will cleanse you. He will heal you. He will bless you with wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. He will bless you with knowledge. Yes. He will grant you salvation to live with him forever. He will keep you. That's why I thank God for the children's bread. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Thank God for what he has done for me. Thank God for the children's bread, which is Jesus Christ our Lord and Saviour. Hallelujah. Don't let anything stop you eating and benefiting from the bread of heaven. Hallelujah. In spite of your issues, what you're going through, your situation, your environment, your problems, don't let anything stop you from eating from the children's bread. Praise God. Allow God to sustain you. Allow God to fill your cup. Allow God to empower you. Allow God to cleanse you. Allow God to have mercy and forgiveness for you. Allow him into your situation. Because unlike this woman, we are at the right time. She was before the time. But we are at that time. And we have received him into our lives. And we are enjoying the fruit of the children's bread today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Jesus says in John 6, 35, and I'm closing because I know we have communion. Jesus says in John 6, 35, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. 
of life. I am the bread of life. He that cometh unto me shall never hunger. Shall never hunger spiritually, emotionally. God is in us to sustain us through every situation because the bread of life dwells within you. Hallelujah. He says, he that comes to me shall never hunger and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Praise God. Stay on your knees in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Still stay in a way where you're eating the bread Amen. and being sustained Amen. by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. For your seat is reserved for you Amen. in that place at that great banquet Hallelujah. one day in heaven. Yes. And we will sit down and we'll look across and see brother this and look over there and we see sister that. And we'll be happy in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. To thank God for the children's bread. Yes. For sustaining us and keeping us. Until we meet the Lord and enjoy that banquet in the air. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.